0: Welcome everyone to Check the Net, Impact 89FM's College Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Pearson. I'm joined today by my co-host, Kylie Tabler. How's it going, Kylie?
1: It's going, you know. Thanksgiving break is almost here, and I'm so excited for that. We're so
0: close. <laughs> this episode is going to be covering all the last week and then covering the next two weeks um, because we won't have an episode next week for Thanksgiving. Uh, We're taking our needed break. Mm -hmm. Um, Derek is taking this week off as well. He's uh, covering the women's basketball game again. And so he's not here today. So it's just Kylie and I, and we're just going to jump right in if you're good with that, Kylie.
1: Of course, Derek, uh, (laughs) stop skipping for real. Nah, we miss you, dog. (laughs) Yeah, we miss you.
0: All right. Uh women's basketball last week, um, just a general takeaway, I feel like the A P poll is doing a pretty good job with women's basketball this year so far.
1: So far, um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think they based it on like what a lot of teams were losing, what people were coming back, and you know, now that there's been a few weeks in the season they're really starting to adjust it because there are there's a, there's some movement, especially within the top five.
0: Oh, there's definitely some movement. Um, but I think generally speaking those 25 teams are better than oh yeah pretty much any other team i don't 100%. feel like there's any teams in general that are you mm-hmm. know sitting way outside the rankings that should be up there or that are sitting in the rankings that should drop out because they're not good enough i feel like every team in those rankings deserves being in there yeah. and is just playing up to it
1: Yeah, Um, no, I agree 100%.
0: Specifically on the women's side. The men's side, we'll get to it in (laughs) a little bit. We'll get to that later. Let's just go through it. We've got a bunch of games with ranked teams. Um, There's maybe one team at the very end that kind of feels like if they get a few wins coming up, they could be ranked and should be ranked. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll see if they get those wins because they have a very tough schedule ahead of them. Uh, But before we get ahead of ourselves,
1: (laughs) first game...
0: We're gonna talk about Memphis versus Tennessee. It was an overtime game. Tennessee won eighty-four seventy-four, which brings Memphis down to one and three. Yikes! Um, first of all, Memphis has not had good losses. Like these aren't you know close games. They lost to Bowling Green and Middle Tennessee.
1: Yeah, BG. Who
0: you know are just okay teams.
1: Yeah, BG typically is solid for the MAC. Um, top two three typically.
0: But again, you know it wasn't yeah. a close game.
1: Yeah, that's the thing.
0: You know, Memphis makes me worry a little bit about Tennessee being number 15 in the country.
1: Yeah, no, I see Um, that. Especially
0: taking them to overtime. Mm -hmm. And I get it, you know, down day, whatever. Memphis didn't look that good in that game. Mm -hmm. Tennessee just looked bad.
1: I wonder if they um, are one of those teams that play to the competition level of whoever they're playing against, Tennessee specifically.
0: Yeah, and that, that's that, definitely possible that's
1: a good thing when you're playing like those high caliber teams or even when they're playing like team like USA like good for games like that but like once you get into the like especially with this early season stuff yeah, where you're not sure. where you're playing a lot of the smaller conference teams just to kind of get diversity and schedule I mean that's dangerous that is scary because mm-hmm. what's going to happen if when they're in conference and they're playing those like kind of bottom of the conference teams they're going to end up slipping up and having some more losses than what they should
0: yeah and I mean Tennessee is two and one and their one loss came to Florida State and it was a one-point loss Mm -hmm. Florida State's ranked three above them yeah like it makes sense that they're a good team you know yeah I get it they're a good team that game worries me a little bit Mm -hmm. because I don't know how Tennessee will fare in their schedule where they have coming up in the next few weeks four games in a row against ranked teams yeah they play Indiana Oklahoma Notre Dame and then Ohio State all back to back to back to back
1: that's a that's a tough stretch that's
0: a really tough yeah. stretch and i don't think they're going to win all of those
1: no i don't either i think yeah especially i
0: they're ranked higher than 3 of the 4
1: i don't they're not beating Notre Dame
0: but <laughs> that whole stretch just like yeah i think we could see tennessee drop out of the rankings if they lose two or 3 in a row there
1: yeah i think um, yeah
0: not because they're a bad team but because
1: That's, yeah, that's a lot of losses to teams ranked. I don't foresee them beating Notre Dame. I think it'll be a good game against Ohio State. Um, Mm -hmm. And you said, who, Oklahoma and Indiana? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's chances for both those teams. I mean, I'll talk about it in a bit, but I, I think Indiana's overrated.
0: Ooh, okay. But... We can talk about it we right can, now if oh, you want. Yeah, I mean,
1: we can talk about it right now. We can go. We can. We'll skip ahead to Indiana Stanford then. Yeah, a cute little segue. Because
0: because that was a good game too. Um, the score Indiana, doesn't. The score does not scene, prove it. Stanford ranked six. You know, that was supposed to be a super exciting game, and it ended up Stanford won ninety six sixty four.
1: Solid win for Stanford. Just
0: dominant. Yeah, and like Stanford, a team that kind of lost a few players. We were worrying a little bit about. Mm. Going into the season, they're not. I'm not worried anymore.
1: No, no, that no. That team
0: looks put together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: what do you have to say about that, Kylie?
1: I mean, yeah, because I, I expected Stanford to kind of struggle a bit, but this was a very convincing win against a fairly good Indiana team. Um, so, yeah, I think Stanford will probably end up, like, you know, clawing their way into the top five hmm. pretty soon. Um, Fair enough. However, Indiana... I think I just think they're overrated. They weren't even on my radar to be in the top 25. Just because I don't think that they are can that convincing like convincingly good.
0: That's fair. I mean, they have some great players. Mm-hmm. Uh they didn't seem very put together though in that game. Yeah. Um and back to what you were saying about Stanford clawing their way into the top 25.
1: No, top 5.
0: Or top, sorry, not top 25. Top 5. <laughs> Um, they definitely have a chance with one of the uh, top five teams that just lost. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about that in just a second. I want to finish up on Indiana Stanford.
1: yeah.
0: Um, Indiana definitely in rough shape have some stuff to work out Stanford looking like a dominant team, a mm-hmm. final four team you know, yeah a team that you know could be upset in the tournament potentially just because they are Stanford yeah um, but realistically, they're they're a one seed two seed
1: i agree with that yeah at least as of right now
0: i was i was worried going into the season Mm -hmm. they didn't look like it and now they absolutely have proven themselves to look like it
1: yeah 100 (laughs) percent. so i think they'll they'll be a fun team to watch a fun team to look out for i don't know i see i mean indiana i literally wrote this down indiana play like plays tennessee i think that tennessee is gonna be able to handle that game so
0: fair enough yeah um the, the next game I do want to talk about is that four seed mm-hmm. that was upset. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of upsets in women's basketball this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both double-ranked upsets, uh, and we could talk about the other one in a few minutes. But Utah versus Baylor. Uh, Baylor's ranked 21st. Utah was ranked 4th. And Baylor won 84-77. Um, frankly, it just looked like a good game on both sides. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Utah still looked good. Yeah. I'm not saying four seed or four ranked good but I'm saying they still obviously deserve to be ranked you yeah, know it was a close 25. game against a top 25 team yep Baylor looked really good though
1: that's exciting that is that is really exciting I can see them yeah I see Baylor definitely moving up I see Utah probably dropping I don't know I feel like any, I think
0: they're still a top 10 team
1: yeah I was about to say I could see them dropping just out of the top 10 11 or 12 maybe yeah, but I can
0: see that for sure, but
1: depending on how everybody else looks in the top 10 and and how some of these games shake out coming up.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, we had another top 10 team drop out or that will be most likely dropping out mm-hmm, as well. Yeah. Um and that that'll really give yeah. a spot for Utah to stay in, I think.
1: No, yeah, for sure, but I think yeah, Baylor, I can see them moving top 15. Yeah. After the, especially after this win.
0: They'll move up for sure. Yeah. They played a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, always fun to see. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go with the one seed just to break it up yes! a little
1: bit. Yes! Oh my gosh!
0: Kylie was very excited about this game. Yes! Um, <laughs> The poor Big Ten has not had a good week.
1: Never does.
0: Yeah. I mean, usually it's men's basketball we're talking about never does. Um, Women's basketball did not have a good week this, w- this week. Uh, yeah. Number 20, Maryland lost... And number 18, Indiana, Rough lost. Go. Maryland played South Carolina, the one seed. Mm-hmm. And I'll be completely honest, I thought it was going to be a close game.
1: I thought it was going to be a lot closer than what it was. I thought it was going to be probably 10-15 point game.
0: I thought Maryland had a chance at an upset. Ooh, and uh, the score does not show just how dominant <laughs> South Carolina was. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something, considering they won 114-76. to 76.
1: Insane. What a! How do
0: you even get that? Score like a <laughs> hundred and fourteen points is not really heard of in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Just in general, unless there's an overtime, and there was not an overtime. No. South Carolina just ran the ball up and down the court. They were shooting like just crazy, and frankly, they were making a lot of their shots.
1: Which is a different look from the South Carolina team we that they had last year, who was not strong from the perimeter at all and relied heavily on. Mid range with Cooke or on the post game with Aaliyah Boston. So, this team this year for South Carolina has a lot more versatility where they do have some good big players, but they also have some really good perimeter shooters, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. So, they're my favorite. I love them. Love Don Staley. So, yeah, this was a, a very convincing win. And thank goodness they've, they're the number one seed. They they should be yeah, I, again. Oh,
0: they've proven that 100%. again and again this year already.
1: Yep. I mean, this is just, just a disciplined, games. talented team. Maryland is so concerning. That that this is a concerning loss, and not because they lost. Like South Carolina is good. Like I didn't expect Maryland to win. It's because of the margin and the dominance that South Carolina mm-hmm. showed in that game. That's concerning for Maryland. And does big, that? Yeah. I mean,
0: does that say more about South Carolina or about Maryland?
1: I think it goes kind of both ways. To be fair. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I feel like it says more about South Carolina than it does about Maryland. I feel like Maryland is still a good team. Mm -hmm. South Carolina is just that much better. Yeah. Um, Fair. So South Carolina, because they also beat Notre Dame 100 to 71. Crazy. (laughs) Their first two games were against ranked teams, and they beat them. They scored 100 on them, and the other team was in the 70s. Both Mm -hmm. times beat them just dominant by more than 20 points yeah i mean i'm scared to see what they're about to do to south dakota state next week yeah that's
1: that's sad (laughs) that poor team uh, on monday
0: south dakota state is just gonna get run over
1: i know they have some south carolina has got some smaller games coming up i was looking at their. yeah
0: mississippi valley is the one after that Mm -hmm. um and then they get back into some of the more exciting games they play unc and duke yeah
1: those will be fun games to watch
0: but but I, yeah. I still think
1: they're going to dominate ins- insanely.
0: Yeah. And I mean, UNC is ranked, Duke is not. You guys will have the results when this podcast is uploaded. We don't yet. Of Clemson, South Carolina. That's tonight for us. Woo. Um, Clemson's also undefeated as of our recording. So mm-hmm. that might be, you know, a, a game, better game. A, yeah. A closer, <laughs> closer to a ranked team than uh, South Dakota State or Mississippi Valley yeah I I'm really scared to see what they can do to South Dakota State Mississippi Valley
1: (laughs) (laughs) no they are like that's so insane like oh love South Carolina basketball though so
0: Kylie you want to start talking about Indiana Stanford or, sorry, we already
1: talked about that, UConn, yeah. UConn-NC U- State. Yeah, UConn-NC State. Um, Upset alert. So, NC State won 92-81 um, to 81 against UConn. I didn't not really expect it. Like, I know NC State's a good team. I just expect typically a lot better from UConn. And I think that their team has been plagued with injuries for the past, like, two, three years. So, I think once... Because a, a lot of these players are just coming back for the first time. Like, this is their first full season back. And specifically, thinking, I'm thinking about Paige Buker's. Um, This is, like, her first—she took an entire season off, almost. This is kind of her first season back. And I think once a lot of these players get more in their groove, then they'll, you know, be able to produce a lot better. But I think right now they're just really struggling because— they've been they've been out of it for a while I don't know I don't know I just expect more for from UConn generally but it's still early in the season they're still going to be a top 25 team I mean it's UConn you can never there's no reason to ever take them out of the top 25
0: yeah they they lost by 11 to another ranked team and NC Mm -hmm. State looked really good yeah but it's not like UConn looked bad right you know
1: yeah, no, I just uh, it's early for UConn. This makes me not really nervous, sad for them. <laughs> I guess it's sad because I was just hoping they'd come out with a bang at the beginning of this season. Yeah, I
0: think we all expected that, and they're they're know? just
1: not. I mean, and and their key players are not producing, playing solid minutes, not producing. So I think a lot of them just need to kind of get it together, and then they'll be fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair. Um, they they have a tough schedule up ahead too they've play a lot mm. of ranked teams in the next few weeks yeah um, tonight again we won't have the results but you guys will they play Maryland who's ranked 20 um, but just lost
1: that'll be a fun game then, South I Carolina
0: like. that could be a good game
1: mm-hmm.
0: um next week they play Ucla ranked third the week after that they play 11 tennis or Texas the week after that they play 17 uh, North Carolina you know they're just one week after another they're playing like one ranked team and one smaller school. And so it should mm-hmm. be should be a good, easy back and forth for UConn. Yeah. As long as they can, you know, figure out their groove.
1: Right. They've got some pick me up games in there, so
0: <laughs> it's early season. They'll yeah. they'll get a groove. Yeah. Uh I wanna move on to the next game, which is one I brought up last <laughs> week because USC is a team we talked about. You know, they played Ohio State the other week. They were good against them. Um, And I said, I made the claim that Florida Gulf Coast could be number 10 USC this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And they did not. However, it was a relatively close game considering how good of a team USC is. Yeah. And I think it says a lot about Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. Um, USC won 67 51. It's a 16 point game. And frankly, it was a lot closer until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching the score on this one, and I think Florida Gulf Coast is easily in the conference competition for them. Oh, yeah. Um, they're playing at a high level. Against
1: high-level teams. Against
0: high-level teams. So I'm excited for Florida Gulf Coast. Um, I think <laughs> I think they're a team that can continue to perform well. They don't have a whole lot of other difficult teams on their schedule mm-hmm. coming up. Um, they also just beat Florida international eighty one forty eight., you know um they're they're a good team, and I think they've got, you know, a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But they also have literally no other tough team standing in their way. Yeah, I think the toughest team standing in their way is maybe, I don't even know, Kentucky. Yeah. Or
1: potentially. They
0: they do play Duke. Duke women's basketball is kind of on a down year again. Yeah, aren't um, they
1: undefeated though right now? They they might be. I think they're like three 0
0: They might be. So Duke Duke could be a challenge. Um and I think the third challenge would be Drexel. <laughs> like they <laughs> Word. don't they don't have a whole lot of competition. Yeah. Their conference is super weak. They've got Jacksonville, Southern Miss, North Florida, Kennesaw State, Lipscomb, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Florida Gulf Coast is easily a tournament team and I oh,
1: think Oh yeah. An they're upset definitely team, potentially definitely
0: an upset team. Yeah. With the way that they've been playing.
1: Yeah. They'll be fun it'll be yeah, they'll be a fun team to look out for, especially in the tournament. Um I'm going to touch on USC real quick. Juju Watkins just and such an impressive player, Absolutely. especially as a freshman. 30 30 point, 30 plus, I believe, one game. Mm-hmm. Um just so impressive for for USC. I'm excited to continue to watch her grow and develop because she's going to be a force the more experience she gets. She's already oh, a force absolutely. now, but I'm um, just thinking about, you know, more experience. And so, yeah, I'm excited for them. They'll be fun to watch.
0: Uh, let's move on to the next game, which is Rhode Island versus Maine. Another one I brought up. <laughs> um, go to go Rhode Island, but that, that would hurt. Uh, that hurt quite a bit. Maine won 59 48. But, you know, that, that I wrote down in the doc that that hurt my roadie soul. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh. But
0: I'll be honest, Maine looks like a really good team. I yeah. I really like the way Maine played. Um, they could definitely be a team to watch in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhode Island might not be back on their up years again or yet. Sad, which
1: sad. Which is
0: disappointing. Moment. But no. we'll, we'll check back in on them later in the season, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got a they've got a game coming up <laughs> that we'll be looking out for. So Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh Kylie, you wrote down a quick something about Maine.
1: I said, okay, Maine, I see you. Like, okay. <laughs> Y'all are killing it. Love it. Love it.
0: Yeah, Maine Maine could definitely be a, a team to keep a lookout for. Um I don't think they play any crazy teams from here on out. Oh, they do they do play Indiana. Okay. Um, Right after Thanksgiving. So
1: that'll we might, be a time to kind of flex our strength. So, yeah.
0: Um, I think it's funny looking at Indiana's schedule. I think we're just going through all of Indiana's uh, opponents for the next yeah, two Yeah, they're just,
1: they're just so conveniently we're talking about them.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally we talked about and I'll go through it. Um, Tennessee, Princeton, Maine, Rutgers. And you know they just they just play everyone, and yeah. you know we have a lot to say about Indiana apparently over the next few weeks. Yeah, uh, we wrote down two of the games in our games <laughs> for next week. Yeah, we did. Um, the other team I feel like we've been talking a lot about, and we're going to continue talking a lot about
1: mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma.
0: Oklahoma women's basketball. Boomer again, Sooner plays a bunch of random teams that we keep talking about.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Um, and so. <laughs> Those would be some interesting ones to look out for mm-hmm. because both are ranked, both are ranked a little low, and uh, both we think are slightly overrated. Yep. Um, but honestly, could be well rated. We'll see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Oklahoma, I wouldn't say is as overrated as Indiana.
1: Yeah, I think they're they're pretty they've good been, where they are. They've been
0: pretty well dominant over the last few games, um, just against other teams, and they did beat another top twenty-five opponent, um, mm-hmm. Ole Miss recently so
1: yeah yeah
0: 80 70 in that game so uh, let's talk about this last game in here though um, we talked a little bit last week about Princeton versus middle Tennessee uh, because we thought it'd be a little bit of a close game we know middle Tennessee on the women's side is a really good team and Princeton on both sides is a really good yep. team Princeton did end up winning that 65 to 60 um I'd like to comment that Princeton ended the first half down five oh. and came back to take the lead in the third. Um, and they did just a really good job of like not letting that get them down and had a really good, I don't know what their coach was saying at halftime, but <laughs> picked them right up, and yeah. uh, they just they came right back and went for it. They were, they were a good-looking team, especially in the second half there.
1: Oh, yeah, those locker room uh, conversations, they'll, they'll kick people into high gear. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, Princeton's still going to continue to be my favorite for the Ivy League. Colin, do I stop recording? We good. Okay. <laughs> One day we have to leave that sentence in there.
0: <laughs> that can be today. Cuz
1: I feel like it that, happens that'll ev- be today. it'll be today. It happens every episode where Colin has to like look down at like everything cuz listen, I'm bad at technology. So like he controls everything. He has to look down and like I'm always like oh no, it stopped recording. We have been recording for like 20 minutes. <laughs> we have to do it over again, because that We're has good. happened before.
0: It, it has indeed.
1: Yeah, it happened to you and, wasn't yeah. it you and Josh the first time? Yeah, and then it happened to and us. Josh the
0: very first time. Yeah, and then... and then
1: I think it happened to us three, the me, you, and Josh a different time. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that that happens a little too often in the studio, yeah. <laughs> yeah. where we just like mildly panic about the fact that All the time. there's a potential that the last 20 minutes of our, us talking just... just, chatting. just didn't exist
1: Yeah Cause having to chat Over it again Is so awkward
0: <laughs> It's it's embarrassing For yeah. all of us Cause we're just like Well uh, I said this last time
1: I guess I'll say it again Like Or like You say something different You're like Wait I didn't want to say that I want to say You're not this. surprised
0: By any of the hot takes anymore You know right. it, yeah. There's nothing in there Exactly There's no No <laughs> substance To saying it all again
1: Exactly uh, So <laughs> Anyway Princeton
0: Middle Tennessee <laughs> Middle Tennessee Looked like a team at Princeton Just they have it. They've yeah. got something.
1: Yep, they're my I- Ivy League favorite. Um, I don't think any of you, as of right now, I don't think any of the other Ivy League women's teams can are going to be able to compete with them. So,
0: yeah, and they've got a, a very tough schedule coming up. Um, they play UCLA tomorrow for us, yesterday for you guys, oh. uh, who's three in the country. I don't know if they'll win that one, um, but could be a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go up against number twenty-five Oklahoma and number eighteen Indiana. Uh, I think we wrote down both of those games. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. Yep. So those will be those will be some good games um, to yeah. watch out for. You know, they've got a little bit of a tough schedule, and they'll be a they'll be a fun team to watch for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, speaking of those games to watch, yeah, we already mentioned Indiana Princeton. Uh yeah. Kylie, you want to give a prediction there?
1: <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always for the wrong. record,
0: <laughs> we uh we have been I have not been keeping track of numbers, however. We do make funny, fun of Kylie every time she uh, picks something incorrectly. Yeah. We make fun of her in the chat. And, it's been uh,
1: every time, it's, too. It's been
0: just about every pick she's made. Yeah, everyone. If not, every pick. Don't worry. So, I'm clutching
1: up in March. Let me tell you. I won our bracket last year. You, I, you I beat Colin. On, you I beat Colin on last that, year.
0: Kylie, because I don't know if this year it's going to happen <laughs> based on the way it's going right now. That
1: is true. That is true. Um, So you know what? Forget it. I'll make some picks. Let's see here. Maybe one day I'll be correct. So I'll name out my games that I wrote down. So I have 15 Tennessee versus 18 Indiana. That's going to be on November 23rd. I'm going to take... Oh, you're going to write these down.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to write these down.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to take Tennessee on this game. So then the next... Yeah, I'll take Tennessee. I'm not going to try to predict the score. I think the scores oh, are done yeah. um
0: that's hard to predict and- okay
1: so then my next game i had indiana princeton i'm gonna take indiana just because i don't know if princeton can bounce back after an absolute beatdown they're gonna get from ucla probably that's,
0: that's fair i think um they do have oklahoma in between as well that's
1: also <laughs> that's a tough one too uh, oklahoma
0: and san diego
1: okay potentially bounce back for san diego Oklahoma, I think, could go either way. So I'm not really going to make a good prediction. And yeah. then my other game I have for our Power Five is going to be number 16 Notre Dame versus number 15 Tennessee. And I'm going to take Notre Dame.
0: Notre Dame over Tennessee. That's a fair yes. pick, I think. Yes.
1: I. Um, they just it just blew out someone. Hold on.
0: Look it up. Look I it don't, up. But I don't I'll, have any I'll bring up my game. You bring out yours. I meantime, also have no
1: service down here. So it you, might take uh, a minute while
0: you pull it up. Yeah. Uh, my game, I'm picking. I picked uh, eight UConn versus three UCLA. I only picked one game. It's a Black Friday game. Uh, frankly, if I had to pick a team, I think UConn's going to take down UCLA there.
1: Interesting. Um, it's
0: a matchup inside the top 10. I think it's going to be a crazy close matchup. Um, but I, I'm picking UConn. Okay, and, uh, Colin. I'll, I'll write it down so you yeah. can make fun of me next week when I <laughs> or two weeks from now when I don't.
1: Dude, I'm... But, <laughs>
0: U- UConn does look like that team that can uh, kind of figure out where they're at and take mm-hmm. down UCLA even after, you know, this week's a uh, little bit rough. Yeah. You know, I just they lost I just to NC think, State.
1: Yeah. I just don't think they have it together right now.
0: Well, I haven't seen anything from UCLA, though.
1: That is true. They've got height. That's all yeah, I know. UCLA, That's all I really know as of right UCLA now.
0: UCLA has a lot of hype. Um, and Oh, I wasn't
1: talking hype. I'm talking height.
0: Oh, height.
1: I believe they have a lot height. of height. Yeah, yeah they they They're do tall. have that. And hype, too, so I um, guess fair.
0: But, you know, their games over a really rough Purdue women's team yeah. um, over UC Riverside and over Bellarmine it's are like... not convincing me of anything. Which you is know? so
1: fair, though.
0: We'll wait until we see them against Princeton, US, UConn, you know.
1: Yeah, the the, t- can, the tougher opponents. Before
0: I can make some real picks later in the season when they play, like, Florida State, Ohio State, whatnot. Why over do Christmas you get to break? make
1: real picks later? Make them now, like me. Okay,
0: fine. <laughs> I picked UConn.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair. All right, so checking back in from the Notre Dame score, they beat. Uh, I don't know. Nor- is Northwestern? Uh, I think they're mm, they're, they're typically okay. they're all right. Yeah. Um, one hundred one to fifty two.
0: <laughs> Ouch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean they were at home, but
0: that that. Doesn't matter. That's Big just game. that hurts. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's just that's what they did recently. They are, I remember seeing that they today. came
0: back from their NC State loss pretty uh, pretty strong. There didn't yeah. they? Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good sign for Notre Dame. Um, Slay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for them. All right. Yeah. Uh, as for smaller conference, I picked out two games. Kylie, you picked out one. Yes. Um, I suppose I could have thrown this first one into both the both of power them could five. be
1: in Power Five because both of them involve Power Five teams. Okay.
0: Okay. But <laughs> at the same time, mm-hmm. you know these are the smaller games, um, the games that aren't necessarily going to be on TV. Um, Oklahoma, Princeton. I mean, we talked about that a little bit Let's already. I think Princeton's taking that. Fair. I'm I'm gonna call it right now. I, it's gonna be a close game. If Oklahoma wins, I'm not going to be surprised. You know, they're the ranked team here. But Princeton really looked strong, and uh, I, I like the way their team is trending right now. Okay. Um, the next game, I am going to pick the Power 5 team. However,
1: well, yeah, I think
0: it's going to be a closer game than we're all expecting. Really? Um, I think there's going okay. to be a little bit of a challenge here. It all depends on Caitlin Clark, and this game is Iowa versus Drake. Um, Iowa's ranked two in the country right now. Yep. Drake is unranked Um, Drake just I don't know what it is about Drake this year I was looking at some of the games they played and they're you know they took down like Iowa State they took down St. Louis you know those two games in particular make me really hopeful Um, Mm -hmm. they almost had a 12-5 upset in the tournament last year you know they're a good team in general and so I think they can you know force a little bit of a challenge on Iowa Um, will it be a crazy challenge no (laughs) I'm obviously picking Iowa here. However, well, yeah, you should. I wouldn't be, I'll, I'll say, I wouldn't be crazy surprised if Drake um, played well or gave them a high challenge or even caused an upset. I'd be a little disappointed <laughs> okay. in Iowa. I think they'd have to have a very down day. Yeah. But I think it's definitely one of the more possible ones.
1: Okay. Well, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> Okay, my game is actually small conference, Colin, and okay, uh, okay, <laughs> mine's a uh, Youngstown State in Rhode Island. I'm not taking your roadies, however.
0: Yeah, that's um, fair. I'm gonna take Youngstown after State. that loss to Maine. I I can understand why, um, and also Youngstown State looks really good this year.
1: Yeah, they do. Slay Horizon. <laughs> yeah.
0: The uh the Horizon League in general, on both sides, and I
1: is that a good segue? Uh,
0: I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on both sides, it's been kind of just playing really, really well. Yeah. Um, On the men's side, pretty much every small conference has been playing well. And I don't yeah. know how to feel about that.
1: We'll get to that way later.
0: <laughs> we we can get to it right now if you want. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, we can.
0: Starting on the men's side, I, I wrote down this sentence in particular. <laughs> um, we don't have to wait for March to have a bunch of wild upsets, apparently. Just pick the first weekend of the NCAA season and let the chaos begin. <laughs>
1: insane. It's, just, it's been insane.
0: Um, I have a list. I don't know how many are on this list. I think it's 11 or 12 oh my teams and games that just went crazy. I think it's 12. Um, yeah. Kylie, before we start on this, <laughs> uh-huh. what happened? <sighs> will, will you just give like a one sentence of like, how you feel about me having this many games that how we did not I mention, feel, that we didn't mention, that we didn't think would be even close to upsets. But were. And then ended up being, causing pure chaos.
1: Um, it is, it is the rise of the small conferences. And good for them. Because these Power Five schools have been riding a wave. And now, you know, they're getting punched in the mouth. So now they actually need to go out against these small teams and play well. Because I feel like in a lot of games, where you have a power five school, playing these smaller conferences, they don't tend to take it seriously enough. Yeah, Because this power five seems like, oh, like there's they're some hokey pokey little conference, the Mac or some whatever, whatever it's called, or it's something like that. And then they come out and they lose. So yeah. you have to play every single game with intensity. It is not just when you get to March because we see the biggest amount of upsets in March because there is that intensity, especially from these teams there, from these smaller level teams there. But it's
0: November; these it's games November. barely even matter.
1: Yep, and guess what? And they're taking it all from them. And they're I, taking I'm, it all. I'm it's here phenomenal. for it. Am I sad about it in certain specific no. me rooting for teams cases? No. Well, I mean, if it's a team I love no. and I, they lose, I'm sad about it. But I, I, I will,
0: I will cheer on James Madison even.
1: Good for they no, they're they've been solid so far.
0: They've been incredibly so, solid. They're yeah. ranked now, actually.
1: They should be. I as mean they, they, they be. looked good they look good. But no, I think it this is what these they needed this. These Power Five schools need this butt kicking. Genuinely. They need yeah.
0: it. So. And uh and it has happened.
1: Yes! I've list this week. them
0: off. I must just go down the list. Um, Monmouth beat West Virginia, seventy three sixty five. Monmouth is a tiny school. West Virginia has been known as a relatively good Big Twelve a basketball school, team. a regular tournament team. Um, Chattanooga beat Louisville, eighty one seventy one. Well, Louisville. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if you can consider that one a upset no. at this point. Louisville looks just embarrassingly bad, and Chattanooga was <laughs> always a relatively good team. They were a tournament team last year, so we'll throw that one out the window. But West Carolina beat Notre Dame, 71-61. Yeah. So we have two SOCON teams that upset big schools. (laughs) Um, Notre Dame, again, not a terribly good basketball school.
1: They're typically
0: decent. They were bad last year. They beat us. That's a whole other story. (laughs) Uh, But West Carolina just figured something out. I don't know. They, They beat them by 10. Uh, Nichols State beat LSU with a game winning three pointer with one point two seconds. Phenomenal game. A
1: college I've never heard of in uh, my life.
0: Loved Nichols State for that one. <laughs> um and then they proceeded to lose to Denver in their next game, ninety one to eighty five.
1: Still a close they game. They went
0: and they beat LSU and then they lost to Denver. Yeah. I don't I don't even know.
1: I've heard of Denver at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, But, like, Denver is also not a great basketball school. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, Holy Cross beat Georgetown. <laughs> 68-67. Georgetown was supposed to be a good team this year. Um, and then they fell to Sacred Heart. 84-77. <laughs> Davidson beat Maryland 64 61. I don't want to talk
1: about it. I don't, Um, I literally don't want to talk about
0: it. Davidson just looked great out there. They, they should be invited to the tournament.
1: Maryland, you betrayed Um, me. I had so much faith in Maryland.
0: Kylie, Kylie's dying over here. Yeah, my
1: picks are just so Um, bad.
0: I think it was two weeks ago when Kylie said Maryland's a
1: A top big Ten team. I literally, that came out of my mouth.
0: Better than I think you said it was. Who would you say they're better than? Everyone but Purdue and Michigan State.
1: No, wait, maybe. I
0: think it was.
1: Either, I said I think I said they were something. Go back and listen. I well, think yeah. I think maybe I threw them in the in the mix with like Wisconsin and Illinois.
0: Maybe yeah.
1: As consistent
0: um, teams, they have not been consistent. No, they, no, actually, I take that back. They've been everything consistent. They've just been consistently bad.
1: Yeah, yeah consistently losing.
0: Yeah. Um. And then Davidson fell to Clemson 65, 68. Another phenomenal game. Yeah. Um, Clemson, I did not think would be a good basketball school this year. And they yeah. are, they're looking pretty solid, but Davidson's also looking solid. Oh, uh, I've got two near upsets on here. Um, Detroit mercy almost beat old miss. Um, 70 <laughs> 69 was the score. That's crazy. And old miss, you know, is a good, uh, SEC school, uh, Western Michigan mm-hmm. go WMU. Yeah. Um, they almost beat Northwestern
1: I was actually watching this game (laughs) was
0: again a phenomenal team last year yeah Uh, they played to 63-59
1: yeah that game was Northwestern
0: looked tight at the end Northwestern
1: looked terrible
0: Western Michigan I think could have won that 100% uh,
1: Northwestern just couldn't finish it off
0: and Northwestern Mm -mm. got lucky yeah they did Uh, and then we've got five different ranked upsets
1: these I'm I'm eating them up I love Um, these (laughs)
0: U.C. Irvine beat U.S.C. seventy to sixty. It wasn't even crazy close.
1: The um, Battle of California. U.S.C. is ranked
0: sixteenth, and you know a phenomenal team, as so a we thought. A lot
1: of young talent. A
0: lot of young talent, and U.C. Irvine just came in there and destroyed them. Woohoo! Um, Weber State beat number twenty-three St. <laughs> Mary's sixty-one fifty-seven. I did not expect to see Weber State come out of the big sky and do that.
1: Okay, word. Um,
0: there were definitely big sky teams I had above Weber State.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Uh, BYU took down number 17 and Final Four team last year, San Diego State. Crazy. 74 65. Again, not a close game. No. Uh, and then Penn, U Penn be Villanova number 21 67 or sorry sorry 7672 um which begs the question of does the Ivy League have a challenger to Princeton I think so with
1: Penn Yeah I think could, they might
0: Could we see two Ivy League teams in the tournament
1: I would eat that up Best <laughs> believe I'd be all over it if if there're multiple Ivy League teams in the tournament Honestly yeah I think they are going to be a challenger for Princeton. However, the only thing with that is Princeton legitimately looks the same way as they did when they beat, who was it, Arizona in March last year. Princeton
0: could be a ranked team come a few weeks later.
1: Looks like the same team.
0: On the men's side and on the women's side. I think they both could be ranked teams come up a few weeks. Um, Let me quick pull up Princeton's men's schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they play next to no one for the next few weeks, which stinks. Um. Actually, they play next to no one for the entire rest of the year.
1: Besides Penn, apparently.
0: Besides Penn, yeah. Yeah. Penn is going to be a tough matchup. Uh, that's actually their last game of the season.
1: Wait, actually, of the regular season. <gasps> that's crazy. Um, that that's going to be the deciding factor.
0: That will be a fun game. Um, they play Furman in early December.
1: Furman, yeah. Furman
0: could be a challenger to Princeton. A
1: tournament team and tournament upset team.
0: Yep. Um. Other than that. I'm looking at Monmouth, Old Dominion, hold up, didn't
1: they just beat? Hold on, we, we Monmouth can talk just about West Virginia.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're looking at teams like Bucknell, Furman, Drexel, uh, Duval,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Dart, you know, all the Ivy League schools Dartmouth. too. Yeah. Uh, they play Delaware. It's not going to be a crazy exciting schedule for Princeton from here on out
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the on the men's side after their beat after they beat Rutgers. Um, yeah. So I think the only way they get ranked is by continuing to win. Yeah. And kind of lasting as that last undefeated team because mm-hmm. they are undefeated right now. Good for them. Um, they're three and zero. Yeah. If they last as that last undefeated team, I think they're ranked.
1: I agree. They should be. There's no as reason they why should. they shouldn't be. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. They're they're playing at a high level. You yeah. know, and just because they don't have challengers doesn't mean they. Uh... There's
1: a lot of teams who don't have challengers that play at a high level.
0: Yeah. So. It's gonna be fun mm-hmm. season for both Princeton and Penn. Yeah. Um, I have a hot take regarding okay. all of these.
1: So I'm going to preface this. In my opinion, this is not a hot take, but go ahead, Colin.
0: Um, my uh, my mildly...
1: <laughs> Warm.
0: <laughs> you know, my lukewarm take here <laughs> is uh, that because of between COVID and NIL, talented players are staying in the NCAA for longer. And so the incoming talent's being more spread out, leading to smaller schools having better teams and winning yeah. the upsets. Yeah. And I think that's maybe it's not a hot take. Maybe it's just kind of a
1: factual pattern,
0: you know, that <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing. Um, but with COVID, you know, they, NCAA gave everyone an extra year of eligibility. Isn't
1: this the last year for that?
0: This is the last year for that. Um, but also, you know, you get injury years and all of that. Yeah, red shirt. Mm. And a lot of injuries are happening, a lot of red shirts are happening. This is, I think, the extra COVID year. Is affecting all of that with the red shirts and all that. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to continue affecting the landscape for years to come. Yeah. And then the other thing is NIL. Mm-hmm. Um, talented players are definitely staying in the NCAA longer because of NIL. Yeah,
1: they're making get,
0: money. It's very rare you see the Player of the Year come back for another year, like Zach Eadie did, or yeah. you know. Well, all I think of these, there's reasons
1: behind. There, there's we, other
0: reasons behind we Zach Eadie coming
1: back previously, but yeah. But
0: the NBA. You know, they pay high margins, but there's not a whole lot of players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. A lot of those players, a lot of college players drop down to G League where they don't make a whole lot of money. Right. And NIL is making them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you stay in the NCAA while right. you can Right.
1: Exactly. While
0: you can make NIL, while you can do all that stuff. Yeah. Like, you might as well stick around. And I think that's really spreading out talent among conferences. Yeah. Um, in basketball more than other sports, because mm-hmm. of the exposure of basketball, the money, the nil money going into basketball, and the small size of the teams.
1: Yeah, what's interesting about that is, um, so, uh, someone I used to play with uh, in volleyball, um, she had her heart set on going to a school, and well, a lot of kids when they go to college, they want to go and they want to they want to play, mm-hmm. and you know they'd been recruiting her for a couple years, and then they were like you can come but you're like i'm sorry but you're not going to get the pro- the playing time that we told you you were going to get because someone came back is coming back for her covid year. So then she's like yep. okay and then she went to a different school and has been playing well and been successful since then. So it's a lot of these people a lot of yeah a lot of these players are going towards different teams, different avenues because of people sticking around a lot more. And i think it's making especially these smaller schools, these smaller conferences a lot stronger.
0: Oh, absolutely. You get all these leagues that are, you know, these smaller leagues. Mm -hmm. And they're all starting to get wins. Yeah. We're looking at all these schools that are kind of moving up in the ranks and all these conferences that are moving way up in the level of play and the competition. I'm really excited.
1: Oh, I am too.
0: Um, A lot of upsets already. It's November. Mm -hmm. Not the uh, time
1: for it, but I guess it is now.
0: Look, I'm not going to complain. No. No. I'm excited, Mm -hmm. and March is going to be more unpredictable than ever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I can't wait to see that. That's Mm going to be fun. Let's talk about the games we talked about last week, though. Yeah,
1: let's start talking about games Uh, now.
0: Because, you know, we talked a little bit about a few of those smaller games that we didn't talk about last week that ended up being crazy upsets.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, There's some big games that weren't upsets here. Yeah. And, uh... Boo. <laughs> let's just talk about these a little bit. We've got a few of the Gavit games. We've got a few other games as well. Uh, let's start with three of the Gavit games, which are Xavier Purdue, Marquette, Illinois, and Michigan St. John's. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Gavit kickoff games are Big Ten versus Big East. This is unfortunately the last year they will be happening. Insane. Because the Big Ten is growing too much. And the Big East is not, which is fair. I <laughs> appreciate the Big East for Not absorbing a bunch of other teams. I I really appreciate the Big East for that one. But um, let's just talk about Xavier Purdue to start off because Purdue won that 83-71, and I know you know we've been down talking Purdue. I'm gonna a keep down
1: talking Purdue. Really? Yes, I am.
0: They looked solid in my mind. Um, Xavier's a good team. They were a tournament team last year, yeah. a three seed. I know I know they lost some people, but like Purdue just looked so well put together mm-hmm. and looked like such a strong team.
1: I didn't tune in for this game. Um, you watch it, right?
0: I watched parts of it, yes.
1: Okay. Do they? Does Purdue I have... I was
0: flipping back and forth between a few others, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Does Purdue have sh- shooters? Do they have shooters now? They have some. Okay,
0: it's still a lot of Zach Eady, but Zach Eady yeah. does look like he has improved Proved. on his skills okay. as well.
1: Well, good then. So, yeah,
0: I I don't know what to say beneficial. about that. Yeah, um, the Big Ten still looks weak. I think the I think Purdue still looks strong for the Big Ten.
1: Oh, for the Big Ten, yeah.
0: I I'm a little confused by the the other two games here too because they were <laughs> a little bit closer slash farther apart than I expected. Yeah. Um, just different than what I was expecting the outcome to be based on what we've been seeing. Do we want to talk about Marquette, Illinois first or Michigan St. John's?
1: Um, we'll talk about Marquette, Illinois. <laughs>
0: All right. So another another one with two ranked teams. Uh, Marquette, obviously, a two seed last year. Illinois, just for some reason, is good this year.
1: Yeah. I, I <laughs> still don't understand None of us know why. <laughs>
0: uh, Marquette ended up winning 71-64. And, you know, Illinois only losing by, what, 7-6 there? Yeah,
1: seven. seven. That, that's a good,
0: you know, margin that's... for a team like Illinois against Marquette.
1: Yeah, a um, tough team.
0: That, that's a tough game. And Kylie, I know you watched a little bit more.
1: I touched a bit on it. There. Yeah. I, did. I
0: didn't get a chance to look at that there just one There's so
1: much basketball going on this week, and <laughs> I'm just flipping through so many things. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid game for both teams. Um, Marquette's good. I like watching, you know, Marquette's a fun team to watch. Um I guess from my perspective right now, granted I did not watch Purdue this week. I think honestly Illinois looks like the best team in the Big Ten at the moment. Really? Yeah, they're up they're up there. Um it, it's gonna be probably I mean, them I can see that, or I Purdue. Guess. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah.
0: I mean Illinois has a nice easy schedule from here until mm-hmm. December, you know, they play Valparaiso, Southern U and Western Illinois. And then December they start with Rutgers. Florida Atlantic and Tennessee.
1: Wow. Um <laughs> that's so that's a roughie right there.
0: Yeah. So, and then they play Colgate, Missouri and fairly Dickinson actually after that. Okay. who are all okay, three FDU. teams we've been talking about on the small end of things. So, Illinois has got a really tough December ahead, but yeah. up until that point, I think they're they're looking like a strong team going into Valpo, Southern U and Western Illinois.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Uh my one concern was their they only won by 9 against Oakland
1: that is true
0: but then again and i'll talk about oakland later um Mm -hmm. a little bit actually uh uh-huh because oakland looks like a phenomenal team again Mm -hmm. this year they the horizon league is just strong Strong. i don't know why couldn't tell you (laughs) the horizon league looks strong though yeah Um, anyway though back to back to what we were talking about marquette illinois you you're picking illinois to yeah they're i'm not i'm kidding don't, you don't have to pick. Don't, don't push pick. me
1: on picking Illinois. No, I won't. Yeah. Uh, uh, I but think they're, I
0: agree. They look like a really good Big Ten they're team They're going right to be a now. top
1: team in the Big Ten. But you know who actually, for some reason, is carrying the Big Ten also? <laughs> it's Michigan.
0: I don't know how.
1: I. I um, they lost
0: everyone. They didn't bring in a ton of young talent because no. they were, you know, assuming that they'd get, you know, some transfers, and then they didn't. Mm-hmm. And the one transfer they were going to get Couldn't wasn't get accepted in. to the university. <laughs> Michigan looked like they were just gonna be a fall apart, just terrible team. Yeah. Uh, and the team they just played against is now coached by Rick Petino and had a, a down year last year, but not like a bad down year. Mm-hmm. They still looked like a good team at St. John's. Like and Rick Patino brought in some great recruits. Michigan won that eighty nine to seventy three. <laughs> how yeah. how does Michigan like I mean, I get it. This is the this is March and November. Yeah. It's pure chaos. But, like, I didn't see that coming by any means.
1: No, I was expecting an extremely struggling year. I literally wrote, I guess I wrote this in a document. I said... Michigan having one of the best Big Ten records was not on my 2023 bingo card, but here we are. Oh, god. Because gosh, yeah. that was not it. I At this point, I'm going to be so real. I thought they'd be 0-3. Like, I legitimately thought that they would have maybe one and whatever. I don't know if they played three games. I think so. They,
0: I believe, have. Because they're 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they played UNC Asheville, who was the tournament team last year, I thought it would give them a little bit of a scare, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they played Youngstown State, who... Granted, another, a Verizon League team, but not one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they played St. John's. And so, yeah. like, I get, you know, they aren't playing, like, insane, insane teams.
1: But they also lost a lot. They lost so, a lot. So, I don't know. I, I just, in particular, I'm looking at Doug McDaniel because he's having consistently very good games. Consistently, twenty plus point games. I mean, he's looking very good. He looks like a much needed leader for this Michigan team, because they, without without Hunter Dickinson, who had the arguably the most experience on their team, because he really he did, yeah, he did. Um, without him, they didn't they didn't have any anybody else. So I think he's stepping up, and I think that's just making the team better as a whole. We'll see what they look like when they get into Big Ten play. But for some reason, they're one of the top teams in the Big Ten, purely based on record right now.
0: Yeah. I Which I'll is be insanity. honest. Didn't even know the name Doug McDaniel. That's crazy. You wrote him on well, the dock. Yeah. I I still wasn't paying attention to Michigan until you wrote that down. Yeah. Until you you know, threw that on the dock last week. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we talked about it a little bit, and I was like, okay, but St. John's is yeah. probably going to come back, bounce back, and take them down. No. 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 Yeah. Michigan looked like another dominant team.
1: Yeah. They've been surprising me all year. My my dad and my brother are huge UMish fans, so I get all the, all the scoop
0: so, from that. you know, you've got that side of your family. Yeah. Um, the other side of your family was very disappointed, I'm sure, as I was.
1: Oh, yeah. We uh, were, we were, I was on the phone. With
0: the Champions yep. Classic. Yeah. Which... Frankly, the Champions Classic, all four teams being ranked, was if you, underwhelming. If you watched it, it was one of the most underwhelming, or two of the most underwhelming games of basketball you've ever seen. Yep. Kansas Kentucky, not as underwhelming. No, but, but... not a great game either way. Mm-mm. No no team looked better than the other or worse than no. the other. They just looked like they weren't trying. Yeah. Um, and MSU Duke was an embarrassment for both teams. Yeah.
1: One of the worst games I've seen. Frankly, so far like
0: I know. Duke will probably move up in the rankings they because shouldn't. they beat a rank to MSU. Gosh, both teams should be moving out of the rankings with a game like that.
1: They looked terrible.
0: Neither team could shoot whatsoever. Duke mm-hmm. ended up winning 74-65 for those of you who didn't watch.
1: Turnover central for both teams. It was like we had like five minutes left in the first half and like both teams had 10 plus turnovers.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't even like it was the turnovers that were the issue. It was that most of them were not like Forced turnovers. Yeah. Most of them were just sloppy play.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to pull this up. The score, um, 15 minutes left in the first. So five minutes into the game, the score was MSU 3, Duke 2. Horrendous. Five minutes into the game, the score, both teams had scored one basket. Yeah. Ten minutes into the game, (laughs) it had not gotten much better. It just... I. Like, the whole game was just an embarrassment. It was 9-9, 10 minutes into the game. So bad. There's no reason these two teams should be playing that badly.
1: No, not at all.
0: It's just embarrassing. Like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just...
0: Slow, sloppy, there was was nothing.
1: No, not physical.
0: MSU shot more threes in that game. And, sorry, made more threes in that game Which than is the other games. so crazy. But that's about the only positive stat I can give you. Maybe Malik Hall going off and figuring out his rhythm finally yeah. after all of that. Yeah. Malik Hall got 18 points. Mm-hmm. He's finally back. Duke, one of their players on the bench, um, yes, Caleb Foster. Yep,
1: he had a really good he game. He was
0: their top scorer with 18 yeah. points. Yeah. And, like, there just wasn't a whole lot of—there was no— talent shown there was no there was nothing it was a boring game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and neither team looked like they were a good team
1: no and not at all i mean you already know how we'd be feeling about msu right now so we don't have to get into that but um
0: i don't think it even matters how we're feeling no. about msu we can talk about duke here and be like duke doesn't it's, it's look like a good thing. enough team no they don't to be ranked either they They're just definitely lost, not ranked ninth they just the lost to
1: arizona I watch. I watched that game. That
0: was a good game.
1: It was a good game.
0: Arizona looked like a phenomenal team. Here's
1: there. here's the thing though. But if you would, I, not to hate on Caleb Love too much, but he had a rough game. He had a yes. lot of turnovers. If you cut down his turnovers, Duke is out of that game. Mhm. D- Duke is out of that game. Absolutely. So I just don't think Duke is a Duke, good enough team to be where they're at
0: to play against a. A falling apart Arizona team, not a strong. Yeah. the the strong one that we've been seeing.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only highlight of Duke for me is Kyle Filipkowski. But yeah, even then he, though he looks
0: very strong right now.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, he's a very. He's so, he's mobile. I mean, he can shoot from the perimeter. I yeah. mean, he and he's great down low. He's got good moves, p- good patience. He's smart.
0: He's a very patient player. Yes, yeah. that's, that's very impressive. From and
1: him. he's very fun to watch. So I think that's their highlight. Um, yep. Yeah, Foster off the bench looked good, uh, especially yes. as a freshman. So he he exciting. could be a
0: starting lineup player. Yeah, for I think, sure for Duke. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: But just let's, ugh, let's move on because yeah. there really
0: just wasn't that much to talk about in that game. No, there was, there wasn't excitement. There wasn't like one team looked good. And, you know, they're going to be – neither teams look good.
1: Yeah, no, I was just, like, um, dreading.
0: <laughs> underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, Kansas-Kentucky, neither team looked like they were really trying.
1: No. Uh,
0: I wrote down while I was watching the game, Kentucky isn't even trying to get a good shot. Yeah. Like, at the end there, when Kentucky had a chance, you know, they're down by a three and, you know, they are they have the ball with, like, six seconds left. He took, like, a fallback three – crooked and what was that shot like they weren't even trying to win they were just like uh you know eh, i'll try this shot this will look cool on the highlight reels you know yeah neither team looked like they wanted to win that game
1: yeah i mean kentucky's very young very very unexperienced so i think
0: they look, you know they both looked like good teams yeah. if they're trying yeah they just, neither of them looked like they were trying.
1: Yeah, I think Kentucky, smart decision-making, like like what you were just talking about, that will, granted, I feel like a lot of them should have it already, but there's it's, it's different in college, so I think that will come with time, better shot selection, better crunch time when they're in more of those situations mm-hmm. with the guys they're playing with more often. So I think Kentucky, there's a lot of room for improvement, and I think they're going to improve immensely throughout the season with the yeah, experience.
0: no question. That's all very easy things. That's yep. just experience. Yeah,
1: and, you know, it's, it's still early, early. season. Yep, yeah. so they're going to be good. Kansas, I was so disappointed watching, and I'm not saying that because, like, I thought— Look,
0: they won 89-84. It's not like they played a bad game.
1: Right. I mean, Hunter Dickinson but, looks solid, 20-plus points, 20-plus rebounds. Yeah, he's
0: fitting in really well on that Looks really Kansas good team. on that
1: team. I just, they were up big at the beginning of the game. They were. And they, it just fell. It, it just went away. Poor sh- poor shots, poor, I mean, just, and they have three, they have the returning defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. and they have two semifinals, I think one finalist and another yep. semifinalist. I just did not see a super strong defensive performance.
0: No, Kentucky, as a young team, had 84 points. Mm-hmm. There was very little defense in that game. yeah. Even though they were not, you know, taking good shots on either side. Yeah. It, it just...
1: I just thought that Kansas was going to look a lot better than what they did based upon how much they've... Everyone's saying how great they are. For, the, the two, hype.
0: for two nationally televised, hyped-up games, I was very disappointed.
1: Yeah. It was so underwhelming, and I was like, I would much rather watch...
0: There, there JMU, were a lot of Howard other games. Or yeah. something else. Daniel like, Howard was on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't remember what other games were on at that time. Um, but there were yeah. definitely other games. That there were plenty. We were watching, you know, simultaneously just on the s- scores, and I would have rather watched those games. Yep. Um, I think Iowa Creighton was one of those.
1: That was a good and game, And that was too. a phenomenal game. Yeah. We'll
0: talk about that in a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we can actually talk about that now if you want.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, so Iowa Creighton. Um, Creighton's number eight. Creighton won 92-84 Uh, But it was tied at the half, and it was a phenomenal game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Creighton ended up coming out with some fire in the second half and just, like, slowing Iowa way down. You know, they ended up winning by eight, but at one point they were up, like, 17 in the second half after being tied at the half. And it was a very back-and-forth half. It's not like Iowa fought their way back. It was all Mm back-and-forth, super even play. Um, Iowa showed a lot of strength there. Yeah. And especially in that first half, if they can keep that level of play up,
1: they'll be a lot more successful than what we thought.
0: Yeah, they'll be yeah. they'll be competitors in the Big Ten for sure. As for Creighton, I was worried about them after that first half, and uh, watching the second half, I wasn't worried.
1: No, no, Creighton's gonna be good. I feel like a lot of times they fall off of people's radars. Even though they're a top ten team,
0: yeah, they're a top ten team in the Big East. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're in a small conference. It's not like they're
1: yeah. unranked.
0: They're a phenomenal team at a phenomenal conference.
1: Yeah, I feel like they just fall off of people's like radar, and that's why I like them so much because I think they're they're good. They're very much they're dark very horses good.
0: every single year.
1: Yes, um, and so it's it's super. They're super fun to watch, and yeah, I yeah. much rather. You're right. I probably much rather, rather would have been watching that game.
0: I ended up turning it on instead.
1: That's so fair. Yeah. Cause I, I was just like, what in the I world? I was flipping
0: back and forth and I just gave up until the end of Kansas Kentucky. I watched the, the last like three minutes. Yeah. But once I got to halftime in Kansas Kentucky, I was like, forget it. This game over here is tied. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Kansas Kentucky has not been entertaining so far. So, yeah. another, we've got two other games um, from James Madison. Um, yeah, and I know I know we talked about James Madison last week after beating Michigan State. You know they made a lot of headlines there. They're ranked now because the AP poll likes to rank whoever beats Michigan State in the early season. True. Every single year it happens. Yeah. Um, in football and in basketball.
1: Well, football's a whole different story.
0: <laughs> yes, but <laughs> you know we we look at James Madison. They do look like they're playing like a solid team. Mm-hmm. However, um. You know, and they beat Howard right after Michigan State, 107 to 86. Oof. They just smoked them. Howard, you know, a tournament team last year. Um, And then they went to double overtime with a team from the <laughs> Mac.
1: Yeah, go Mac!
0: Kent State took, these, took <laughs> James Madison to double overtime. Uh, they were up by... F- Kent State was up by five with less than five seconds on the
1: clock. Oh, I saw... Yep, yep.
0: James Madison hit a three, and then Kent State fouled... Without the ball being in the court, and let James Madison shoot two free throws to tie up the game. Word, Kent State lost that game.
1: Yeah, they definitely um, could have won. They,
0: they should have won. <laughs> they should have won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, Kent State looks like a solid team, definitely competing for the MAC this year. James Madison looks solid, definitely a tournament team this mm-hmm. year. Kent State needs to fix that mistake. Like, they, I'm sure they're that's just a needless themselves mistake. Yeah. Watching it back, you know, Kent State should have had that, should have had James Madison in the bucket and just didn't. They they hey, literally yeah. let them have two free throws.
1: That's the Mac for you. Up,
0: <laughs> and then James Madison won in double overtime because yeah. of it. You know, um, I don't even know what to say about that.
1: Yeah, I will not say Kent State Mac contenders because uh, go Rockets. and Okay, uh, that's fair.
0: <laughs> that's fair.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my um, boys.
0: You think James Madison's dropping out of the rankings? I mean, I know they won two, but a double overtime.
1: No, I don't. I I really don't. Um, yeah, you I'm think just gonna they Should it. I don't know. They're undefeated, man. I'm thinking. I think MSU should be out of the rankings. Well, but, yes,
0: obviously. But um, I think James Madison also should be out of the rankings.
1: Interesting. Who instead? Maybe Princeton.
0: You? Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, or this other team that we're about to talk about, uh, so Toledo.
1: Oh, Toledo,
0: Toledo versus <laughs> Wright State. Toledo ended up winning by one point. Heck yeah. Um, yup, <laughs> Kylie. Kylie, uh, I'm, I'm gonna talk down on Toledo just a little little bit here. we
1: about to get in a fight at the uh, studio right now.
0: I'm not even gonna talk down on Toledo, I'm just gonna talk up Wright State. You can here. talk
1: up Wright State, That's
0: uh, fun. Kylie in the comments said leave my boys alone i love them i so do i do i, I, I love them down toledo those we are my hometown
1: homies <laughs> we don't
0: need a fight in studio um but you know wright state looked phenomenal out there um and another horizon league team that just looks, looks like a competitor um toledo looked good too." I'll never say I, I won't say they look bad They won that good. game By yeah. one um, And they But like Wright State Played such fundamental basketball And it was all clean Very mm. little mistakes I, I really liked their play style Word And yeah. I don't think That if they went up against a, You know Power 5 team That it would change mm-hmm. How good they look You know They yeah. play such fundamentals it And it's all clean I, yeah. I really like the way they look
1: No, fundamental basketball is one of the most satisfying things to watch. Like um, it is. You
0: want to talk a little bit about Toledo though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love them. They're my boys. They're not they've never once ever been fundamental. (laughs) No. Never once.
0: No, they're sloppy. Yep. But they pick up the slop.
1: Oh yeah. Because they make really good plays and they have really good coaching.
0: And they're quick. Yo, they're so fast. Always
1: always so fast. They
0: play they play a very different style of basketball. Where they just kind of like run it up and down the court, no matter what, mm-hmm. um, on defense and offense, and make sure the other team's tired out.
1: Oh yeah, they run teams off the court. It's great. Oh yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna win a foot race against any UT basketball player ever. Yeah,
0: it's it's impressive. Um, yeah, they're fun. A very different style of play from say mm-hmm. the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see <laughs> them go up against literally anyone in the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, shall we move on to the next game?
1: Yeah, uh, up or down? Actually, wait, should we? Up. <laughs> okay, let's, let's we'll go, go up. We need to leave uh, this. You know which one I'm talking about. We need to leave that one for last.
0: Exactly. Yep. Um There, there is you a, know, a game in
1: particular that we will talk about. But
0: and it's a game Derek brought up last week <laughs> that we made fun of him for in the moment, and we're, we're gonna very, make fun
1: of him again. We're
0: very sad and he's, he's not here. here yeah. um, to make fun of him again for it. He he watched that game and I decided not did. to come. That's probably yeah. what happened. Yeah,
1: well, he was he was texting us about it, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was.
1: And he was like, guys, and I was like, what did, what did we text? tell you? Yeah, what did we tell you? You know
0: what? We're talking about it.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Florida
0: Atlantic More versus ma-ction. Eastern Michigan. <laughs> the Maction just continues. Um, however, there wasn't a lot of <laughs> Maction. It was mostly Florida Atlantic running the ball up and down the court. Woohoo! Um, Florida Atlantic won 100-57. <laughs> um, Game of the century. So what a game you know <laughs> super exciting super high scoring for one of the teams um, specifically Florida Atlantic-hmm um, but one thing I do want to point out is that Florida Atlantic had their highest shooting percentage since 2006 in this game impressive um they are taking those shots to another level
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, they were a good team before and you know if they can continue this shooting percentage streak you know, I get it. Eastern Michigan was not defending as much as, you know, some of those top 25 teams would. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, shooting percentage it matters no matter which, you know, whether you're a good team or a bad team. Yeah. If you're a good team with a good shooting percentage, even in those games like that, you know, you're going to beat out Michigan State. Yeah. You know, no, no matter, literally no matter how good defense Michigan State plays, a high shooting percentage you're going to beat them. Yeah. If you're good at shooting, that's how you win games. And mm-hmm. so Florida Atlantic um, looking really good there. We, to have, the top. we have two more games, so we're going to get through these quick. Um, Colgate versus Syracuse, neither of these teams are ranked. I wanted to bring it up. I mm-hmm. brought it up last week, thought yeah. it was going to be a great game. It definitely was. Um, Colgate went up 24 points at one point in the game. Yeah. Um, I was busy watching MSU Duke at the Unfortunately. Colgate, um, according to the highlights, phenomenal shooting team. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Florida Atlantic, you know, you shoot – at the rate like that, they're going to be a good team going yeah. into the season and into the tournament. Um, Syracuse came back from a 24-point deficit to win seventy-nine seventy-five.
1: Crazy. That's
0: insane to me.
1: Like, okay, oranges.
0: <laughs> um, I did not see that coming. You know, I stopped watching after Colgate went up 24. I was like, dang, that's going to be a fun one to talk about when Colgate just smokes a team like Syracuse. But...
1: isn't
0: a bad team. <laughs> and uh, Colgate... It's not like they fell apart. Yeah, it's just that Syracuse started shooting. Yeah, and started making a lot of shots. Yeah. Um.
1: Once you get in your groove, I mean,
0: I think this is promising for both teams. Hmm. Um. It worried me a little bit for Colgate, just seeing how they fell so quickly. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, Syracuse is a good team.
1: Yeah, they're gonna bounce back. I mean, yeah, they'll be fine.
0: Both both teams will be good this year. Um, Kylie, you want to talk about this last one? I yeah. know you didn't watch I it. I did not watch I it. I attempted to watch <laughs> it. And again, I wasn't paying $20 a month subscription we are to broke the Northeast conference. Yes. Um,
1: we have no money,
0: but this game, I wish I could have watched it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: they were advertising it on their streaming service as the Battle of the Bracket Busters, which is so
1: great, and, and I love it.
0: I love that, and it was indeed a battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was back and forth, according to the scorecast all game. Yeah, Kylie, you want? To-
1: yes. So we have FDU versus Saint Peter's again, Battle of the Bracket Busters. I love the Bracket Busters, always do. Um, uh, FDU won seventy-one to seventy. So, which is phenomenal, which is awesome. What's really exciting is this. This looks promising for them to get back into that tournament and and bust some more brackets again. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I'm excited. Honestly,
0: about. Honestly, both teams. Yeah. Oh, both, both of them. teams look solid. Yes. Uh, they could be 15, 14 seeds this year. Like yep. they just looked like solid teams mm-hmm. all around. Uh, very well-rounded teams. Yes. They were. They were making plays both sides of the ball from the highlight reel, uh, and from the stats. Um, really wish I could watch that game. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't we all?
0: You know that that one's just a game for the books. And anyone who was there at FDU to watch that, I'm sure the student section was going crazy.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
0: You know, uh, let's talk about Power Five and small conference for next week. Um, Kylie, you have a lot of games on here.
1: Yeah, just let me start listing them.
0: So just start listing them. I mean, just I'm gonna go be, I'm
1: it. gonna, I'm gonna preface this right now. Colin stole three of my games. I
0: absolutely did because. <laughs> Kylie stole all of the games. I
1: took all the games. I literally sat down for 20 minutes and just looked at them. Okay.
0: And I did not. <laughs> I uh, I looked at the document and went, dang, Kylie has every good game on here.
1: Yep. I got us handled. So uh, I'm going to rattle these off. So I've got number two Purdue versus number 11 Gonzaga, November 20th. I really hope the Zags win that game. Um Wisconsin versus Virginia, no, November twentieth. Typically, two solid teams. Neither one of them are ranked, but we all know Virginia somehow sneaks they're, up there at some point. You know. They're both good teams. I don't know why I put this on here because uh, it's not no. going to be a good game.
0: It, it will be a good game.
1: Ah, oh, God, I hope so. I have number eighteen MSU versus number three Arizona. Look,
0: this will be a good game for at least one of those teams.
1: That is true, and uh, we I think we both know which which games. Uh, which absolutely, teams be we do. But... Okay, um, and then I have uh, which is November twenty third. So happy Thanksgiving everybody um, Then we have n- Number 7 Tennessee versus number 20 uh, North Carolina November 29th I think Tennessee yep. is going to run Over UNC and I hope that's 100% The case
0: I, I really hope so
1: Yep and then my final game I have Number 9 Duke versus number 14 Arkansas November 29th I hope Arkansas also Runs over Duke
0: Yep. So. Absolutely I'm going yep. to start bolding your picks
1: Yeah okay Um. So for Wisconsin Virginia I don't even know I haven't watched either of them.
0: Uh, honestly, I personally would be picking Wisconsin in this, but it's, it could go either way. Yeah. I'll I just, won't, I won't even make you I'll leave it up for there.
1: interpretation here. All right, Colin, that one's,
0: that one's an up for grabs game. You
1: can read off the the three games you stole from me. Yeah. Now.
0: I absolutely stole <laughs> three games. Um, First of all, number four, Marquette versus UCLA, um, November 20th. I think that's a good game. I think Marquette takes that over UCLA. Uh, the next game is Michigan versus Memphis on November 22. Um, I really want to see Memphis just come out and show everyone why they should be in the top 25. I don't
1: think that's going to happen.
0: I really hope that they show that, though. Yeah. Um, so I'm picking Memphis there okay. because Michigan hasn't played anyone that has continued to show value. That's true. You know, they've played St. John's, but St. John's has not shown any value yet this year. Um, they've played, you know, other teams. They they haven't shown any value. Mm-hmm. Um, Memphis has. Yeah. And I think Memphis is a force to be reckoned with and should be ranked and should have been ranked at the beginning. And uh, I think they will be ranked in the next few weeks after a few games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last game, Florida Atlantic versus Butler.
1: That's going to be a good um, game.
0: That's going to be a phenomenal game. Butler.
1: You, all right, who are you picking?
0: Looks like a solid team. I have to pick Florida Atlantic. Fair. Um, we'll
1: because, get a good picture of Butler after tomorrow.
0: Because Florida Atlantic has been shooting so well, mm-hmm. um, you guys will see whether Butler beats Michigan State. We have not seen that yet.
1: But we will be in person. We will be game. in
0: person at that game down in the zone. Woohoo. Um, so, yeah. Butler, honestly, is looking like a good team this year. Yeah. Um, they worry me a little bit. They probably should be ranked. Um, if they take down Michigan State, they will probably take Michigan State's spot they in the should. rankings. They should. Um, But yeah, Florida Atlantic-Butler on November 23rd is going to be a, a fun game. Yeah. Um, as for the small conferences, I wrote down two. Um, yeah. One of which will already be done, and that's it's a game that's happening. Tonight. Today for us, two days ago for you guys, it's the Thursday night game, mm-hmm. uh, Wright State at Indiana. Um, Indiana has looked like a really bad team, and Wright State has looked solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, Wright State being in the Horizon League, the Horizon League, I want to say, looks really, really impressive this year. Um, there are four teams on my watch list right now from the Horizon League, which has never happened. <laughs> um, Oakland. Who nearly beat Ohio State and Illinois? Uh, Detroit Mercy, who lost by one to Ole Miss. Wright State, who lost by one to Toledo, <laughs> and Purdue Fort Wayne, who ended up beating DePaul, um, and is currently undefeated. All four of those teams in the Horizon League look really solid. I I like the Horizon League in general, but like mm-hmm. those four could uh, could. Yeah. You know, shake some things up later on I don't think any of them are going to be ranked I don't think no. the AP poll pays any attention to the Horizon League
1: the AP poll only pays attention to Power 5
0: yeah and if a team outside the Power 5 wins against a Power 5 team they're like hey throw them on there
1: yeah hey number 25
0: yeah, yeah. and then the other game I want to mention um, College Backson. of Charleston <laughs> versus Kent State Kent State looks like a really good team College of Charleston
1: oh, you took that one from me
0: I absolutely <laughs> did uh, took my maxion. Look, hold on. I didn't take all of your maxion. All three of your games were maxion. <laughs> they are Kylie. all maxion. You you yeah. can you can cover all the maxion you want. I will. Charleston was the team I was looking at and I saw they were playing Kent State. Yeah. And I like Charleston. Um I think it's going to be a close game. I think Charleston's winning that.
1: That's a fair pick. I need to look up
0: one, um, one. I think I'll I'll take the pick of Indiana over Wright State for now, but um, Wright State did only lose by one to Toledo, and Indiana's been rough. So it could yeah. go either way there. Yeah, Charleston Kent State is going to be a fun game on November 26th, in fun. my in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Kylie, what games you got?
1: Yeah, I'm just so my first one is Toledo versus New Mexico. Okay. Um, yep. Slay Maction. And then, so I have that one, which is November 21st, Bowling Green versus Western Kentucky, November 24th. Um, But yeah, all about Maction. Love the Mac especially when I'm home, I really eat up the Mac, so.
0: Kylie is so disappointed right now I'm that sad. she can't go to any of those games.
1: Yeah. All right, Colin, we're going to have to make this full full court press segment go so fast because I have a meeting in 20 minutes.
0: All right. <laughs> I will I will make it really, really quick because I also have to go.
1: Oh, uh, perfect.
0: Gavit tip-off games and ACC Big Ten challenges are coming to an end this year, and I'm very sad. Um, always yeah. some great matchups between the Big Ten and Big East and Big Ten and ACC I'm really disappointed that those are coming to an end. That is my full court press.
1: Yeah, that's sad. Kylie. My full court press. Um, the Most of the top 25 does not look good. Uh, I don't know if that's a hot take and people are going to come for me, but uh, no. These games look horrendous and honestly looks like some of the laziest, uh, worst basketball I've seen in my entire life. There's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of care from any of these top 25 teams playing each other, or playing anyone else. That's the end of my full court press.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode of Check the Net on Impact 89FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with the station on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at WDBM and at Impact 89FM. This will be our first full basketball season, and we are very excited. Season's madness is only just beginning, and we can't wait to talk about more next week on Check the Net. Thanks for listening.